Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Now on to huge clash. Roosters defeat South 20 to 18. Roosters get the job done. I do think that both teams probably didn't play their best footy, uh, but it was an extremely entertaining game. So wasn't the highest quality, the completion rate, the amount there was a period there where it was like error for error for literally like six sets. I think that was due to the heat, but super entertaining game. Um, some big talking points, you know, Cheekham being sent for 10. Should have it been him, should have been someone else. Uh, but outside of that, super entertaining game. And, and Teddy, once again, steps up in the big games. Um, I thought Jackson Polo coming back against his old club that, you know, didn't fight that hard to keep him. He was really good in the big moments. Uh, Victor Radley had his moments as well, got through a bunch of work, as he always does. Um, Sam Walker's defence continues to be really, really strong, which is really impressive. Um, and Hargreaves off the bench was absolutely oh. outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. Let's talk about JWH. What an impact he has on this footy side. Jesus. How's he still doing it? For fif- 10, 15 years, he just... I don't know. Like You, you can probably talk about it more, Kim, but I imagine he has got that Shane Webkey sort of feel to him where you just you know that he's going to be on the field with you and yeah. you just lift every yeah. single time. Like they're... I can't remember what the stat was, and it was a few years ago, but I'd be shocked if it's changed about their win rate, their win percentage with him and without him. Mm. It's unbelievable. For a guy that's not playing in the spine or anything, Yeah, it's crazy. And, like, his body must be hanging on by a thread. I remember 2021 thinking at the start of that year, oh, they'll start to ease him off minutes. They had all the injuries. He averaged, like, 65 minutes that season. And then he comes in, you know, their biggest rivalry game, and he's the one that stands up again. Incredible. First game of the season for him in the heat. <laughs> 38 minutes, 174 metres. Incredible. Incredible. Like, I reckon... It would have been like... So when was their back-to-back? It might have been before their back-to-back years. So before... The, so what? That's 18 and 19? Yep. Was yep. it? So 17, where I was like, oh, I think Hargreaves might be at the end of his career. Like, I think he... Maybe easing into veteran status. He's done, been there, done it. You know, one comps, rah-rah. Maybe it's Super League. And then he's just like, this, this second part of his career, he's almost gotten, well, not almost, he's gotten better. 
in 2018, you would have sat there and said, oh, Takiyaho is going to be the guy moving yeah. forward. He's already come and gone. Maria Hargraves is still doing the thing. <laughs> it's crazy. Isaac Liu, he was a similar guy. Like, oh, he's starting to mature now. Yeah. They've let him go. Am I alone in, in thinking 2017, you were kind of starting to see him as past his best? I think you started to see limited minutes sort of during that 18, 19, 20 period, but then they had all those injuries and they just went, fuck it, we don't have a choice now. Because I swear, 2017, I was starting to think, like, is he like, is he still at the top of his game? Like, is he still a premier front rower? And then 2018 rolls around, and ever since 18, he's just yeah. exploded. And there were so many question marks over him when they first signed him from Manly. Mm. Like, he was a lunatic oh. when he came over from Manly, and it was, it was almost a strange oh. signing for the Roosters, and they've just managed to build... Like he's won three comps. I know it's incredible. Doesn't that feel like a lifetime ago? Oh, that so manly. long ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, mate. It's uh, he is absolutely phenomenal, and just the the mental fortitude to be able to continue to push through, continue to deliver. You know, the biggest game of the year or so far against the Rabbitohs comes off the bench and impacts like that. It's just incredible. It's so good. Uh, what do you think of the game, Timmy? It was just that classic Roosters Bunnies rivalry, wasn't it? That yeah. All planning, all direction, any any of the norms in rugby league just go out the window. Turned into a dogfight, as you said, Kempi there. The quality probably wasn't the best we've seen from either side, who traditionally two pretty slick sides when they're, when they're humming along, but such an entertaining game of footy. Could easily have gone either way. I remember pretty early on in the game, I was thinking, oh, you know, Bunny's looking all right. They could put a few on here, and it just... So JWH came on and, and swung the momentum in the Roosters' favour. Mm. Uh, great game of footy. Campbell Graham saw that his battle was absolutely mm. outstanding. <clears throat> and I think a lot of people are finally starting to see Campbell Graham is a top-tier centre in the game. Like, not just like... And I know people say, well, of course, then, and he made the Australian squad. Yeah, but people still underestimate mm. Campbell Graham. I think in the battle, he won against Suwali'i. I thought it was a knockout victory, to be honest yeah. with you. Campbell Graham took it to him yep. every single time. And that's no that's to take nothing away from Suwali. He's still super, super young, got so so many years. But I think there's a lot of people, if you said, oh, Suwali is going to go against Campbell Graham, people would ne- a lot of people wouldn't even think of Campbell Graham winning that battle. Yeah. He well, won that battle. We were having beers on Thursday night, and we said this, didn't we? We were like, that, that matchup's going to be unreal. We said the same thing. Everyone will go Suwali. And we were so confident Campbell Graham was going to... He, he's a freak, Campbell Graham. Unbelievable. Seriously. And he's in this really weird spot where you've got... Jack Whiten, who kills it at Origin, and then you've got Matt Burton, who was good as well as Origin. Then you've got Tom Trevojevic and Latrell Mitchell. If he doesn't play Origin at one point in his career, it'll be a travesty. He deserves it. He genuinely, like, he deserves it. He is so fucking good. He'll, He'll get his chance because he's still young, and the best thing about him is, as we saw in the World Cup, he can go between wing and centre so easily. So it might take a few injuries, but, like, it'll happen. Surely, surely. He's so good. Like... Fuck, I just, I don't think people will appreciate, like, Suwali is one of the best young players we've seen in a long time. And to, to take it to him like that, and also make it a point of taking it to him. Like, Campbell Graham's only, what, 23 years old? He's like 23 years old. He's still young himself. But to go, nah, in a rivalry, I'm going to go take it to the young buck that everyone thinks is the man, you know, and potentially win the battle. Um, how old is he, matey? He's 23, so he's still young as. Far yeah. out, man. And I know there's going to be people that made, he made the Australian squad. What are you talking about? But I don't care what anyone says. Campbell Graham is still underrated. He's still not appreciated for... He should be a superstar. 
He should be a super. Oh, that's how good I think he is. And if he wasn't coming along in an era where New South Wales had so many fullbacks that they have to play him at centre, he would be picked now. Mm-hmm. And I don't reckon he'd be left out no. for a very long time. He's made for origin. He he's is. not a. He's not a. He's going to make a couple of mistakes. Yeah. He gets it right every single week, every time. And he's so aggressive and physical. Like the physicality he plays with every week. I'm going stretch. How are you doing it, big fella? Put it this way. This time last year when we did have Latrell out and Tommy Turbo out. And his name was thrown in the mix, but they obviously went with, with Stephen Crichton there. You know, if the time came around now, like Campbell Graham's going straight in there, I think. Surely. Yeah. So would you put him as front of Whiten or would you put Whiten in there? Like let's say Tommy was injured uh, or Trell. I, I'd go Jack Whiten because mm. he's been superb and proven it time and time again. Um, because it was a Stephen Crichton got a run, Katoni Staggs got a run in Origin 1. Mm. Again, like, you're putting Campbell Graham in now, For sure. 12 months on. For sure. No, I agree. Campbell Graham, outstanding. Um, we'll, go, we'll get back to the Roosters, though. Great win for the Roosters. Great win for their confidence. Like, you know, a bit of a, an up-and-down start. Like, they get the job done against the Warriors, and it's a bit, you know, touch or go, and you're going, okay, was that just the Warriors losing the game, or was that the Roosters winning the game? Then they come out in this derby and they kept their cool, they kept their head. You know, they've still got a relatively young um, team, but they're still missing, like, you know. So they're missing... So Hargreaves' first game back, but they've got Egan Butcher, Nat Butcher. So basically their back row they're missing. Crichton uh, and Tupanua. Yeah, Sillitatilli mm. and, and um, Crichton. Matt Lodge. And they've got missing Matt Lodge. So, like, when you see that, you go, well... Like, that's, this is the sign of a good club. Like, they're missing troops against the Rabbitohs. And, and granted, the Rabbitohs are also missing a couple of players. Who, who are they missing? Uh, Jai Arrow's missing. Yep. Um, Sele came back. He got knocked out in the first yep. minute. Um, there's one more. I can't remember. But, yeah, Arrow's definitely missing. He's a big one. And so, like, you know, that's a sign of a good club where they come back. They're missing quite a few players. They've got one of their main guys coming off the bench. And they just come on and kill it and just get the job done. Just having a look at uh, just a complete sidetrack here, but their, their reserve grade side. A uh, guy named Alan Fitzgibbon, who was at the West Tigers a couple of years ago, fell out of their system. He scored five tries on the weekend for the Roosters. Five tries. Mate, honestly. What position is he? He's a winger, but they, they scored six. He scored five of them. Far out. And he was at the Tigers, what, last year? Two years ago, I reckon, yeah. Wow, wow. And I mean, that's... And I, like, I'm looking at this reserve grade side. I don't know any of the other guys that are in the back line. And do you remember how many guys they had in the trial? We were going, Jesus, he's a good centre. Yeah. He's a good winger. Yeah. Where's the... the is it Palga? Oh, uh, yeah. He didn't play Reggie's on the weekend. He, he might have been like 18. He might be injured or something. I'm not sure. But Maybe injured. the depth is unbelievable. Yeah, crazy. Um, so, really good win. Uh, I will, let's talk about the sin binning. Um, look, I think it was fair for Joey Manu to get sin binned, like... You know, coming across with a swinging arm like that, with a new standard that's been set. Um, but like, if you ever wanted an example of like, sometimes they're just throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks. That's an example. How Cheekam gets sent ten for third man in when he wasn't even the third man in. Like, we all can see the replay. Oh, it's it blows my mind. Cam Murray runs in because jo- Joey Manu first head height and then walk and stood over, um, who was it, Tass? Stood over him. So Cam Murray runs in, pushes and shoves him. 
Then Nat Butcher jumps in as well. Then Cheekham comes in. Doesn't even do anything. He just goes to grab him and misses him. And then the bunker's like, oh, we've got to send someone for 10. We'll just send a random bloke that was in the push and shove. Like, if you're going to send anyone. It's Cam Murray. And I love Cam Murray. Like, and also what's crazy is the ref is literally talking to Cam Murray to send Cheekham off. And you're going, bro, you literally saw Cam Murray run in and push Joey Manu. Like, look, I, I think that I would have been okay with no one getting um, sent 10 in the bin because Joey Manu was one that had hide. And then he was also the one to, like, stand over Tass while he was down. So it's like, mate, you're inviting people to come over and stand up for their mate. Um, but if you're going to send someone, surely it's got to be Cam Murray. Cheekham wasn't the third man in, he was the third rabbit o in. It was outrageous. Crazy. Yeah, how was the room we were sitting in? There was probably 15 guys, and the whole room went, Cheekham? We didn't even realise he was mm. in it. It's like they closed their eyes and went, boop, yeah. that guy, get him off. Like, and they just, like, the ref literally threw up his, as the refs tend to do when there's a sim, sim bin and there's a bit of an all in scuffle, they feel the need to sim bin another bloke as well. Mm. And he's just sort of thrown up a random willy-nilly, 10 in the bin, didn't really direct it to anyone, probably leant towards uh, Cam Murray, edging it for, yeah, we mean Cam Murray, and then Cam just sort of looked over Cheekham and go, bro, you take this you one. Take this one from us. <laughs> and Cheekham's gone, yeah, bro, I got yeah, you. So got he got started you. walking off, and I was like, all right, sweet, we got our square up, moving on. Unbelievable. Seriously. Like, like what's crazy as well, they're watching the same replays we're watching. In the video, the oh. I just cannot believe it. I, I hate that when there's a little thing like that, they just feel like they, someone has to go from both ends. Yeah. Like, well, they do anything wrong or not? Yeah. Because no. And like what? And also like, are you gonna admonish Joe Manu for standing over a player that he just head high? Like, no, you're not. He's not. So we've got to take care of it because that's our player that just got head high. So we have to go in and stand up for our mate. It's bizarre. I just, it's I don't know how they do it, and it just ruins. It doesn't ruin a good game. I take that back. But like. It's unnecessary. Yeah. Mm. If you had to just said, Cam Murray, you're gone for 10 because you came screaming in, I would have been like, fair enough. I, I probably wouldn't do it because I think it was initiated by Joe Money, but fair enough. But to, to send Cheekham off, he did literally nothing. And also what I could believe is how much Cheekham just was like, oh, yeah, sweet, I'll go off. Yeah. I would have been going, are you serious? I fucking didn't do anything. Um, I love that you're starting to see that more and more from Cam Murray though. Yeah, for sure. Well, he's a captain I now. He's like yeah. taking the responsibility. Someone's like, oh, it's because Cam Murray never runs in and does that. Cam Murray runs in and does that regularly he did now. It last week too, and he yeah. did it for Australia as well against, I think, New Zealand. Yeah. And growing up, he was like the politest, nicest yeah. kid. He couldn't have thought of anything worse. But you can see that he's, you know, he's, he's just taken that upon himself now, oh, mate. We forget that he's captain. He's young as shit too. Mm. Um, so anyway, is what it is. Uh, but outside of that. Great win by the Roosters. Like, a, it's a really important win because they get confidence now. Now, do I think that they're the world beaters that we would hope they'd be? No, they looked clunky. You know, there were periods where the Rabbitohs probably could have won the game. And I think they there were two incredible, or definitely one, sorry, one incredible try saver from Joey Manu. Isaiah Tusk gets a ball. He's over for all money. Joey somehow gets a ball, hand around and hits the ball out. Pretty much a match winner. Well, it was a match winner. Um, one thing, Kempi, um I think we're seeing now that Egan Butcher is an out-and-out middle forward. Mm. We've seen, like, he's there out of necessity because they've lost Angus Crichton and Satili Tupanua. So I think they, they do see him as a middle. But I was quite excited early on to see him get bigger minutes on the edge. But his defensive positioning hasn't been great. He's making a few errors. Like, the timing he's of his made quite a few errors aren't quite there. I think... He's just an out-and-out middle that he's a big worker. You know, he doesn't have to make too many decisions in the middle. 
And because he is a bit of a lighter forward, he's got a bit of nimble footwork throughout the middle. Um, now, in terms of edge back rolls, back, I'm not sure if they can put him back there, but <laughs> definitely in middle. I agree with you. And he, and he has made, so he made two errors on the weekend. I'm pretty sure he made a couple errors the week before as well. And maybe that's because his head space is a bit off because he's on an edge rather than in the middle just getting through the hard work. It's just to show that not every player can, and particularly like we talk about the more nimble and I suppose smaller players, can make that move from a middle to an edge. They're vastly different positions. And we'll get to a team shortly that I'm going to talk about it, but it shows the value and quality of a player that can switch between the two because mm. it's not easy to do. Well, I mean, Angus Crichton's a perfect example. Exactly yep. right. Like it, Ryan Madison before. Yeah. yeah, and that's the reason why Angus Crichton, Dalian back rower, always, every single year, he's always at the top tier, whether he's playing in the middle or on an edge. Mm. Um, when he goes into the middle sometimes in origin, he kills it. Uh, yeah, I agree with you, mate. I, I think Egan Butch has got a massive potential, massive potential. It's just finding that right spot for him where he feels comfortable, feels... I will say, like, you know, Fletcher Baker as well. Like, it's not like these guys killed it or anything, but they're getting minutes into them. They're battling. They're hanging in matches. And that's what you want from young, young guys. Like, when you're down troops, you just want them battling. Just battle. Like, the other stuff will take care of itself. And so... They're going to be better for it, the Roosters, when they get later in the year. Let's say they get all of their troops back. They're going to be much better for it that these younger fellows have gotten some battle-hardened minutes. Mm. Um, and I think Trent Robinson is leaning quite heavily on that. Yeah. Um, what do you got, Yuri? I just got one, one last thing to mention. I thought it was a big moment. We said how well Campbell Graham played. He went through at one point, and I think we spoke about it the other night. James Tedesco made a one-on-one tackle oh, on Campbell Graham. Yeah, dummy too. I don't reckon most fullbacks would have made it. For sure. Like and not only did he make, like he got him to the ground. There wasn't an offload. There mm. wasn't. There was nothing. He, it was just a perfect tackle on a big body like Campbell Graham at full pace. Not many guys would have <coughs> made had it. no right. To no stop right. That. At all. It was yeah. clear yeah. cut two on one. He was backpedalling. He just positioned himself perfectly to somehow make Campbell Graham go. Do I dummy or pass? Like I don't know. Yeah. It was unreal. Yeah. Yeah. It was such good. He's so good at that. Teddy is oh. like putting a an attacking player in two minds. Yeah. And you could see Campbell Graham's like, oh, because I think there was someone else as well chasing the winger that was outside him. So he was like, oh, that's a tough pass. <laughs> and then boom, before he knew he was getting tackled by Teddy. Um, another one, you know, Jackson Paolo, two tries against his old club, 192 metres. You know, we spoke about it last year when he got signed by the Roosters. Like, don't count this kid out yet. He has super amount of potential, uh, a huge amount of talent. He's, he's a, I mean, he's not a huge winger, but he's a pretty big winger. Like, he's not small, that's for sure. And who knows? Maybe this is, there's a reason why Trent Robinson has gone with him initially and, you know, he's doing his job and doing it well. So I thought that was a really good showing for him. Oh, yeah. Obviously, we were doing the live show whilst it was on, so we were sort of going back and forth. But um, there's another little scary moment there with um, Victor Radley. I was sort of watching it live. Oh, I sort yeah. of thought, oh, that might be his night done. Um, thankfully, it wasn't, but... Mm. Fuck, you just want to see Rads just get through unscathed, don't you? Mm, yeah, I know. I know. It's like I don't even like talking about it anymore because it's yeah. just like bad juju. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> um, but no, you're right, Guru. It was a scary moment. And it's getting, you know, the more it happens, the more I get worried. It's, yeah. That's the truth. It's just the truth. Uh, Keon Kolomatangi play, played fantastic for the Rabbitohs. Fuck, he was good. He's such a beast on the edge there. That flick pass that he did, so good. Um, Cam Murray obviously gets through a, a mountain of work. Look, I don't think it's like so. The Rabbitohs were there one and three now, yeah, one, and two. one and two. Sorry, yeah, one and two. Like it's the way they're losing though. I'm happy with 
Like, I'm happy with it. I know it sounds a bit crazy because you're like, but they've played Penrith, lost by, how much did they lose by? A try? Four in the end or something? Yeah. Four. They play Rabbit, uh, Ra- uh, Roosters, who, so the two premiership favourites lose by two points. And also, it was essentially their own doing in regards to they could have completed more rah rah. I'm happy with where the Rabbitohs are at. That's really exactly am. how they started last year. Yeah. Their wins were good and their bats, their, their, their losses were good too. 62% completion rate compared to 76. Like if they complete at 76 as well, they probably win the match. Yeah. And there was even like, I, I, I know um, um, you just gave him a rap and he played well, but Colin Montungi, like that, that try that he conceded to Brandon Smith, I don't think you'll ever see him do that again. Yeah, he just, just switched off. completely stuck in the mud. Yeah, he? just switched off. Just that second of concentration. Just that, that split second, yeah. Um, but I'm happy with the where the Rabbitohs are. I really am. And I think that they're only going to get better um, when they get their troops back as well. Again, you, you know what it is? And I hate to harp on it, but like, and I know that the, the Roosters and Rabbitohs are a different club to the Knights, but like, this is the performances I want to see when your troops are down. Just gutsy. Like, yeah, okay, you might not complete as much. Yeah, okay, you might not have all the stats and that. This is what I want to see from, from your club. Just gutsy as anything, fight until the death. And this is why they're a top-tier club. And, I mean, we're three weeks into the comp. They've lost their starting front rower in the first minute, twice, two out of three God. games. And just hung in, hung in, hung in. So what, when we can get 10 weeks of harm solo straight, yeah. fuck, we're going to have a football in our hands. Well, there was a period, was it last year or the year before, where he killed it? Last year? He just was, can't put together six games. No, poor There's bloke. just always something. And so, you know, this is what separates the top-tier clubs from the bottom-tier clubs, in my opinion, is troops are down and they go out and put on a performance like that. Yeah, it's not pretty. Yeah, it's not all the other things that, you know, we hope to be, but it's gutsy and it's hanging in matches. Um, and I mean, like, you, you've got to wonder, considering the amount of injuries and stuff they've had to start the year and, you know, losing Harm Sally, if Jai Arrow was available, some of these losses could be wins, I Yeah, reckon. they could be. They really could. And so they've put themselves in a position where they're not going to lose confidence. They're building good standards. Um, yeah, that's why they're a top-tier club. So... You know, good win for good game for both teams, to be honest. Like, obviously, the Rabbitohs lost, they're devastated, rah rah. But once again, it's a loss that you can kind of cop, in my opinion, because you're like, they did, they, they were gutsy, gutsy as anything. Um, what about that pass that Latrell threw to oh. AJ? Like, when Latrell throws that ball, like, you don't even have to be out of position, your hips just have to be turned on a slightly wrong degree, and that's enough. Mm. He'll make you pay for it. Yep. That, that pass was incredible. And, like, as a winger, you literally just – you don't even have to look at the ball coming to you. You can just run like that, and it's going to land, boom, right in your hand. Yep. It's ja- crazy. Ja- Jackson Bolo was – was out, was caught out of position from it, which says two things. One, that it was a – it shows Latrell's awareness to, to catch him out. But the ball was so good, it made him look ridiculous. Mm, yeah, like, yeah. it was just a peach. Yep. The, his balls cruise, but they look like they hit soft. I know, it's bizarre. It's the, yeah, it's unbelievable. And, he, I, and the, the motion in which he does it, like he's not trying, it's just boop, like nothing. I, I don't know if I've seen someone that flicks a ball better than what he does. It's crazy. Like, you look at the KP, the way that he ball plays with his long spiral. The way that Latrell does it is unbelievable. Mm. And at top pace too. Yeah. Like Lockie used to have a great flick, but he'd plan his front foot. Yeah, yeah. Latrell just does it at top pace on the fly. And he's 100 plus kilos. It's just incredible. Fuck, it's good to watch. We're so lucky to be able to see that. Like a guy like Latrell do what he does. Like if you tried to explain to someone that there's a guy as big as him doing what he's doing, you'd be like, yeah, you're kidding yourself. That's, that's not normal. Yeah. Fuck, I, I remember sitting there, you know, three or four years ago going, don't know if he's gonna. Make, don't know if he's got the skill set for fullback. He must have just yeah. sit, been sitting there going, "You dickheads." No nothing, no nothing. Yeah, incredible. So, 
yeah, you could look at the you could look at the fact that they didn't complete at higher percentage as a negative, but those things get cleaned up towards the end of the year. What you always want to be looking at is what is their fight like? Do they hang in it? Do they fight for every tackle? Do they cover for each other? And I think both clubs proved that on the weekend. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 